Welcome to the Mindset is Art podcast, where we just take a few minutes, disconnect, go MIA from that mindlessness that is social media, IG, the tickety-tock, and other fast food for the brain. And we just spend a little bit of time to create your own sense of inspiration, clarity, momentum, whatever you like. You paint the mental picture that you want to have. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and it's time to go MIA because mindset art starts now. What you put into your brain determines what comes out of it. This is a common theme of this podcast. Without question, one of the greatest things to put into your brain, into your mindset, is books. A lot of people say, you know what, I don't have time to read. It's too boring. Books are expensive. It takes too long. There's not enough stimulation. It's words on a page. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Puts me to sleep. I get it. Growing up in the school system, I literally hated reading books for a very long time. The school system forces you to read books that you're not interested in, and then they test you on the freaking content, right? It just creates a stressful environment around something you didn't even want to do in the first place. But there's a reason that schools make you read books, because they realize that what you put into your brain determines what comes out of it. But the beautiful thing about reading books on your own is you can read the books that you actually want to read, that you are actually interested in. So while a lot of people don't necessarily like to read books, mostly everybody knows that they should read books or should read books more often. Thankfully for me, I came across the technique that I'm going to show you guys today about six or seven years ago, and it's completely changed the way that I view books and the way that I view reading for the better. Essentially, I figured out how to get way more value out of books in a lot less time. So can you read a book a day? You might look at that and be like, that's totally clickbait. There's no freaking way I can read a book in a day. And you're right. Nobody who has any sort of life should sit there and read a book a day, front to back, word for freaking word. But the goal is to read a book a day. So what does that mean? First of all, you need to change your definition of read a book a day. What really constitutes you reading a book? Does it mean that you read every single word? You read the copyright information? You read the back glossary? You read every single word in that book? Can then you say, I read a book today? Or is it just about going through a book and finding the most relevant information for you and extracting that? And that's what we're going to show you today is how do you take a book and how do you break out the most important pieces of it in a quick and effective way? And maybe ask yourself, well, why am I going to go and read a book when I can just watch a YouTube video? I can listen to an audible book. I can read an article online or a blog post. The Rush University Medical Center did a study in 2013 of people who read very frequently. And they were less likely to develop the plaque, the lesions, and the protein tangles that are found in the brains of people with dementia. It's also linked to longer lifespans, increases your brain power, can actually improve the power of your memories because your neurons are connecting more frequently. There's a reason that the average CEO reads 60 books a year. You take people like Mark Cuban, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day. Take a guy like Elon Musk. He says until the time he was about 12, he would spend every single day at the library just reading everything he could get his hands on. He says, I was raised by books. And really, there are countless benefits of reading on the brain. You know, our attention spans are dwindling due to our excessive addiction of social media, high-paced television. We are just dopamine creatures that need stimulation every few seconds to keep our attention. Reading actually increases your attention span. It is also shown to build your vocabulary, unsurprisingly. It improves your brain connectivity. 
It actually increases your empathy because you have a deeper understanding of different circumstances of different people's experiences. So you're more easily able to relate to what somebody else might be going through. It can aid in your sleep readiness. If you need something to help you fall asleep, read a boring ass book. Can help you reduce stress, lowers your blood pressure, your heart rate. And the technique that I'm gonna teach you today actually increases your perceptual acuity. Now, I'll explain a little bit more what that means after I tell you how this works. Now, I must preface this technique is about reading nonfiction books, right? It's not about reading a novel where you're gonna sit down and you're gonna read everything from start to finish, just like it should be, where you're keeping the mystery alive and all of that. No, this is about reading nonfiction books where you're trying to extract some sort of specific information that's relevant to your business or your relationships or your overall quality of life or your health. This is about nonfiction books, okay? And full disclosure, I got this idea from a guy named Ty Lopez because of an advertisement that he did where he's like, hey, here in my garage, he's got some Lamborghinis in the back. He's like, yeah, I love my Lamborghinis, but you know what I'm more proud of? is all these books and he shows his bookshelf with a thousand books on it or something it's like what i really care about is knowledge and as cheesy as that video was if you really listen to his content and the way that he thinks about books it can really change your perspective on it if you really think about it if you sat down and you were able to input the data from a thousand of the best books on the planet do you think you'd be smarter of course do you think you'd be better at making a business plan if you had read the business plans of a hundred of the most successful companies or looked at the biographies from 30 of the top most successful people in the world? Of course you would. There's no question. So how are you going to do it? First of all, you want to think of reading a book like you're going out to eat at a restaurant. I know this sounds a little crazy, but bear with me. First, you see the name and you see the genre of the book or the type of food. Right, You say, okay, that's something that I'm in the mood for. Looks good to you. And then you want to take a look at the table of contents like it's the menu at the restaurant. Now, when you go to a restaurant and you read the menu, let's say you're at freaking Cheesesteak Factory. Cheesecake? Is it cheesecake? <laughs> I'm not a huge Cheesecake Factory guy. But I do know that when you go to Cheesecake Factory, they have a ridiculous menu. Now, are you expected... A, to either read that entire menu, but B, are you expected to eat everything on that menu in direct order with how it comes out the table? Okay, first I got to start with the appetizers, and then I got to eat a thousand cheesecakes at the end of this baby. No, of course not. Your job is to look at that menu and decide the things that you like, that you want to eat. And odds are there's only a handful of things on there that you actually want. Just like with a book. There's typically a handful of highly relevant topics that relate to your life. And your job is to figure out what those are and to dig into those. And that's part of the problem with reading books. You just end up getting so bogged down with other shit that you don't even get to the area that you would have found great relevance in. You get stuck in all the minutia. So here it is. What you're going to do is you're going to spend 30 minutes with a book. You're going to take a brand new book that you've never read before. 30 minutes. Start the clock. The first five minutes, here's what you're going to do. You're going to read the front cover. You're going to read the back cover. And you're going to read the table of contents. You're going to get a general sense for what the book is about. You look at the title. You study it. You study the concept. You study the subtitle. You study the table of contents. So when you're looking at the table of contents, you can also think to yourself, these parts seem very interesting to me. So maybe you want to circle them or something. Make a note of stuff that you think you might be interested in. 
And also start a notepad or something. Pull up your computer. I keep a Word document. In this first five minutes, I'm writing out the title, I'm writing who the author is, and I'm writing a few of the basic ideas of what I kind of think the book is going to be about. All right, so that's the first five minutes. Then you're going to spend 10 minutes and you're going to flip through the entire book if you can. This is the hardest part. So you want to start in the beginning and you just kind of go through chapter by chapter. And the goal of this 10 minutes is to get a sense of what the book is really about and to find any areas that you think are interesting. This is the hardest part because inevitably you're going to end up getting stuck in certain parts where you're interested and you're like, oh, I want to read a little bit more here. Fold the corner down on that page and keep flipping. Okay, you'll come back to this. Really try to get to the end of the book within that 10 minutes of flipping through. Get a good sense for what the book is about and for the areas that you think you'll be interested in. Okay, so now you're 15 minutes into reading this book. And I'll tell you what, you understand this book better than any book you've ever spent 15 minutes with. So you're halfway through this process, right? You got 30 minutes on the clock, you're at 15 minutes. Now the last 15 minutes, you're going to dive deep. You're going to go into wherever you folded those corners down, wherever you circled on your table of contents. Those are the spots you want to hit. Spend 15 minutes going deep, digging in, really reading thoroughly, reading slowly, taking in the parts that you're interested in that apply to your life and anything that you are working on. At the end of the 15 minutes, ideally, you close the book and you decide right then and there. You either say, you know what? This is a good book. I love it. I want to spend more time reading this book. Maybe you even want to read this book front to back. That's awesome. Set it into a pile of books that you say, these are the ones that I want to read. Maybe that's right next to your bed, so you read it before you go to bed. Maybe it's on your desk at work, you read it before you start working, whatever it might be. You either set it in the stack of books to dig further into, or you set it into the pile of, I think I got everything that I needed out of that book. And quite honestly, there will be a lot of even very good books that you say, you know what, I just spent, I just spent 30 minutes with that book. I think that I got the major points. Ideally, you're going to do one a day. What's going to happen is you're going to start to make a big pile of books that you want to keep reading. So you really need to prioritize which ones are the best and which ones are going to get your attention. So what's happening while you're doing this? Like I said before, you're building something called perceptual acuity. This is a very important part of your brain because it's your ability to detect patterns. It's your ability to take an entire book and in 30 minutes have a very good understanding of what that book is and specific tools and topics that relate to your life. And this skill set will apply to a lot of other areas of your life. You need to get good at looking at something high level and extracting the relevant information very quickly and figuring out what things apply to you and what don't. Your perceptual acuity is your ability to decipher and sort relevant information. It's your ability to detect patterns and trends this is important in your relationships. This is extremely important in your business. And the beauty of it is you can go through a variety of different topics in a really quick amount of time too. So you can be covering relationships. You can be covering business. You can be covering a hobby. You can download a breadth of information across a ton of different genres in a really quick period. So there are also apps that will do this for you. There's something called Blinkist, and I think it's awesome. I don't really use it, but I love the concept in general. Now, here's the problem. If you use an app that does this for you, do you think you still build that perceptual acuity? Do you think that your ability to look at something, find and extract the relevant data is still coming across? That's part of the skill that you're developing as you're running this process. I still think it's an awesome way to download a lot of good information quickly. I'm not against it. And the same thing applies for audiobooks. I love audiobooks. 
but it's different than this process because quite honestly, you're just pressing play and you're just listening in a reactive state versus being very intentional, flipping through a book, finding the pieces that are relevant, writing them down, and really summarizing what's important to you. It's just a different process. And something to that as well, our brains actually remember information based on location. And that's part of why reading a physical book holds a ton of value because your brain sees it on that location on the piece of paper. It actually sticks more prominently in your mind and in your memory. So our tool of the day, our challenge is buy five books or grab five books off the bookshelf that you've had that you've wanted to read or borrow five books from a friend. However you got to do it, get your hands on five books that you're interested in. Then choose a week that you're going to give this a legitimate shot, Monday through Friday, and find 30 minutes each one of those days. Maybe that's a break during work. Maybe it's the morning after breakfast. Maybe it's before you go to bed. Whenever works best for you. And then do this process. You spend 30 minutes with the book. Five minutes, you do the main points, front, back, and content. You spend 10 minutes skimming through the entire book, all the content, folding down pages, making notes of where you want to go back to. And then you spend 15 minutes diving deep on concepts that you're super interested in. Then at the end of that, set the book either in the read this again, read this later pile, or I'm good on that book for now. And then really pay attention to how this makes you feel. If you feel like you're getting good ideas that you can apply to important areas of your life, you're really seeing how this process can help you, then continue to do it, right? And if you don't, then then stop right there. But give this an honest shot. Five days, choose one week, boom, 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 boom. At this point, I've probably done this process with over 200 books, but I did this for probably three months straight. And quite honestly, when I started to get to that three-month period, I felt the smartest that I've ever felt. And it was like, oh my God, I have so many relevant data points to feed off of. It's incredible. So another thing you might be saying is, well, 200 books or even five books, that's expensive. And it is. But there are great ways to get good books. One of which is something, I don't get paid by these guys, but I should, is thrift books. Thriftbooks.com. I actually just went on there and looked at this. I've bought 154 books from them. And the average price of the book is $7.04. That includes shipping, handling, fees, seven bucks per book. I know I bought a handful of books in there that were textbooks that cost $30 or $40. But quite honestly, you can find really great books for three to five bucks. You're buying used books, which I think is awesome. Sometimes you go through, you see little notes in them where other people highlight it. I just think it's fun and kind of interesting to see what somebody else looked at through the book. And if you have any interest and you're like, you know what, I'm working on my mindset in this area, but I don't necessarily know what books I should be after. I have done this process with a lot of different books. I would be more than happy to give you some suggestions. So go to cjleady.com and in the questions and inquiry section, throw the title in there and just say book recommendations, say a little bit about what you're working on, and I'll send you a couple of book ideas of what I suggest you try reading. So that's what I have for you today. I really appreciate you tuning in for today's episode. It would mean the world to me if you wanted to leave a rating and review. It really helps this podcast grow or share it with somebody that you thought might find value. But more than anything, I appreciate you being here. This is the Mindset is Art podcast. Thanks for going on that.